The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Time for our personal finance slot. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor, Irish Independent, is in studio. Uh, more good news, Charlie. Oh, I'm afraid not. On When it comes to the price of a pint, pint I have no good news on that it's one. Going up. going up for the second time this year. Diageo, the big drinks joint, they're putting up the price of draft beer. We're talking here Guinness, Harp, Carlsberg, Smittix, Rockshore, Hophouse 13. All of those draft beers gone up by four cents from, from August. So now, obviously the pub isn't going to charge a four cent more. No. What does that generally equate to when you go in to buy a pint? Well, you're talking at least five, six euros when you add in VAT and, you know, the pub then may have to add in a bit, bit of margin. So look at the average pint, according to the Central Statistics Office, is about five euros fifty two. In many of the cities, uh, it's over six. So, you know, this will push the, uh, the price of a pint around the country to very close to six euros by the looks of it. And look, at sometimes if you go to the tourist traps, you can you can spend up to nine euros on a pint. So it's it's going to really annoy people because it was only last February when Diageo pushed up uh, put, uh, 12 cents, put 12 cents on the price of a pint. And it's not because they're a loss-making company or anything like that. It's an extraordinarily profitable company. In the second half of last year, they made profits of the group now, the whole group worldwide, 3.6 billion euros in profits in the second half for six months of last year. 3.6 billion euros. So this seems an extraordinary move. And you just wonder, is this margin expansion... Or is it, you know, what are they doing? Are they involved in greedflation? Well, they say, look, at our input costs are up and we have to recoup that. Uh, they're trying to absorb as much of it as they can. Uh, they're, you know, they're, they're, they say, look, at it's difficult, and but they need to do it. That's what they're saying. You know, you really wonder, do they need to do it? It just, you know, just at the point where inflation is starting to come back a bit. There was other figures out today showing inflation is down below 5% in this country today. So, you know, that's the last thing people need. It will drive people nuts. This really gets to uh, gets to people and annoys them. I don't think in Dublin there's anywhere you can get a pint for under a fiver at this stage. Maybe yeah, down the I, country. Really, I really doubt it. You know, I, I had a lot of people on to me today saying, look, they were getting a pint for three euros in Portugal. But anybody who was getting on to me on Twitter was saying, you know, five, six euros. A lot of people paying six euros, five fifty way over 550 so you know it's it's just 6 euros is psychologically a lot of money for people to pay for a pint it makes a you know going out on a saturday night an expensive affair especially if you want to get you know if you'd have to get transport back and pay for it back so you know it's a lot of money it's 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 it, it the publicans are up in arms about it they're really really annoyed the Vintners Federation of Ireland just thinks this is badly timed. It's deeply unfair to consumers and publicans. And they're struggling. That's a trade that's really finding it tough these days. A lot of pubs outside of Dublin wouldn't open at all in, in the early parts of the week. It only open at weekends. So this is the last thing they need. Good pints already, six euro in Mullingar. How much more are they going to be? Yeah, this is it. Yeah, you you know you easily see that point going up to to maybe six ten, six twenty even. You know, and 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 that's that that will annoy people. It's it's difficult to, to absorb that now, and it's not as I say, it's not helpful for uh, you know the the pub trade at all. A ticking time bomb for mortgage holders. Four hundred thousand mortgage holders. The ECB set to pass pass on a ninth hike rate. Yeah, there's a relentless increase in in mortgage rates coming from the European Central Bank. They're about to announce their ninth rate increase in 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 a year. Um, that'll be on Thursday week. Um, so you know tomorrow week, uh, nine and possibly then a tenth one then in September. So you know this is going to impact obviously people on trackers because if you have a tracker mortgage, you automatically that gets passed on to you. People on variable rates probably be passed on to them. And then there's there's thousands of people coming off fixed rates, sixty thousand this year alone. 
another 70,000 next year. So all told, around 400,000 people are, um, you know, they're exposed to what's been called a ticking time bomb of higher rates over the next two years. So it's tough. Um, it, it, and it seems to be relentless. There's no end to it by the looks of it. Those people who are coming off fixed rates, have they been offered the chance by the banks to extend their fixed rate? Yeah, but you just won't get the same rate that the, that was available previously. You know, you might have locked in at, say, I don't know, maybe two, two, two. Two and a half, three percent, two point seven five percent, two or three years ago. When you come off a fixed rate now, you probably won't get anything, you know, better than four, four and a half percent. So, you know, you're, you're talking about somebody on a 300,000 200, euro mortgage, probably looking at paying an extra three hundred euros a month, which is three and a half thousand euros a year. It's a hell of a lot of money. So, but look at if you're worried about this and and you still have time to go on your fixed rate, talk to the bank, see if you can pull out now. Uh, you, they may let you break out. They probably will let you break out of that fixed rate at no cost, no no fee, and you can lock into what's available now. Uh, you know because rates in the next while are just going to keep going up, aren't they? You know, unless you're with the credit union. The credit unions, yeah, there's a good option. You know, move to a credit union. They are they, they set rates and they're not dependent on money markets or the European Central Bank rate. They use member savings and they don't tend to change their rates. And they have very, very good mortgage rates, as low as 2.95%. Uh, you know, the fixed rates and variable rates, even if it's a variable rate with a credit union, they don't tend to change it. So, you know, people are starting to cop on to the fact that the credit unions, wow, that's a really, really good value alternative to the banks and the non-bank lenders. So, yeah, look, check out your credit union. Your local credit union might surprise you with what they're offering in terms of a mortgage. And is it just tradition that people generally go to the main banks and don't go to the credit union? You think of the credit union, you think of a, a car loan, maybe a loan to go to a World Cup finals or something like that. You don't think of a, a mortgage. That's true, Nathan, yeah. But up until recently, credit unions weren't due mortgages. They're, they've only got into that area lately. Uh, you know, the, 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 the bigger ones in particular are, are, are involved in it, but not all of them are offering credit unions or sorry, you're offering mortgages, but um, it's definitely an, an option worth checking out. Uh, you know, you, you, you may have one in your work uh, credit union, you, you know, if you're a teacher, there's a teacher's credit union, for example, uh, or, or, or you may, in, in an area, you may be in an area where there's a decent credit union with a decent rate, like so Drogheda Credit Union, you know, St. Canis's, these are very good rates, and Kilkenny, St. Canis's, there's a lot of very good uh, options out there for people, core credit union in South Dublin, that kind of thing. Broadband is one of those utilities that we get frustrated with when it's not working properly, but still don't bother changing. Vodafone, they're actually going to end their promotional switching deals, but that's going to result in current Vodafone customers seeing their bills reduced. Exactly. This is good news. For once, I have good news. (laughs) Vodafone are dropping this nonsense of these promotional and introductory offers. They all offer these. If you sign up with us, we give you the first year at, you know, <clears throat> 40 euros a month or whatever. And then you come to the end of that year, you finish off the deal and you go on to the full rate. And most people just don't move. They stay there. And so, you know, you're trapped. You know, 84% of people just stay with the same broadband provider. They benefit from the one year deal, but they don't get anything out of it. Vodafone are saying they're doing something really good. They're saying, look, we're scrapping this introductory offers, these discounts to get people to sign up. We'll just give everybody the same price. Everybody will get the same price. And they reckon this will save people about €240 a year or about €1,000 over four years. And, you know, they've also 
They've got a good deal on uh, going at the moment. They're dropping broadband installation and setup fees. Uh, and so, look, the hope is the others will do this as well and get rid of this nonsense of these introductory deals, which is, discriminates against loyalty or existing customers. And, you know, people just get trapped and it doesn't work for them. At the same time, when you look at energy prices, people have been looking at those discounted early deals and starting to take advantage and putting some pressure on the suppliers to renew them. Yeah, interesting figures out last week showing that a lot of people, uh, um, you know, just can't cope with the increases. So they're getting on to their supplier, their energy supplier, electricity in particular, and saying, look at, you know, is there any deal I can have? Is there any loyalty um, deal here, discount or whatever? And, and, and large number of them are doing that. There was a 50% increase in the numbers doing a deal with their electricity supplier last year uh, when you compare it with 2021. And it makes sense. You know, ask your supplier when you come to the end of your one-year deal, probably, you know, what what have you got? What can you do for me? You know, because you used to be able to move around and get great discounts, but they're not available in the electricity market anymore. So it's worth asking and seeing if you can screw a deal out of them. You know, if you don't ask, you won't, you won't get it. Uh, and, and just stay on the phone and ask them, give me a deal here. I need a deal. You have to do better than you're offering me. All right, Charlie Weston, great stuff as always. We'll talk to you next week. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.